welcome to the Hope City Church podcast. We're so excited for you to listen along and hear this week's message. We pray it inspires and motivates and draws you closer to Jesus. Let's take a listen. Good morning, everybody. We hope you are doing good. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. We've been praying for you all. We're thinking about you. We've been trying to reach out through text and email and phone call. Had groups we've been trying to see people. Right. And hey, while we're talking about groups, nice segue, wasn't that? Yeah, while we're talking about groups, uh, we're really encouraging you in this season where we can't have church together mm-hmm. to invite people over to your home. So if, you're, if you have somebody at your house today, mm-hmm. good job. Right. Way to go. Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself and you're like, man, I'd love to be with somebody, mm-hmm. send a text, send an email, send a message, and invite somebody to your house so you're doing church together right. in this season. Yeah, we've been trying to have people at our, at our house yeah. every Sunday. And in fact, we had so many people want to come over last Sunday. We just said, hey, it's probably not following, you know, in with, uh, or we're not complying with social distancing yeah. rules. So we're just encouraging other people too to, you know, let, let's spread, let's spread those cells apart and each, you know, people in our homes. Yeah, how great would it be if we had like 20 mini little churches yeah, happening all over the so city? Good. Oh, so good. Yeah, especially when the Lord told us in the fall, you know, he gave us that word about going from house to house. And I think that it was in the mind of the Lord back then, and it is in the mind of the Lord right now. Yeah, that's real Book of Acts stuff. It is. And I like that. Um, this morning, we wanted to talk to you together. Uh, one of the things we try and do as pastors um, is not just talk about... Um, how should I say, not just talk about high lofty thoughts Mm -hmm. or spiritual thoughts, but Mm -hmm. sometimes there is some things happening in the real Mm -hmm. world that needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. because the Bible has those answers. So there's times when we need to bring the word of God into our everyday life and scenario, which Mm -hmm. is most times, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we have to stop and pause and say, there's Mm -hmm. some things taking place Mm -hmm. that we need to stop and address and ask ourselves, Mm -hmm. what does the Bible say about Mm -hmm. this situation? Mm -hmm. Um, What do we need to learn from it? Because you can just, you know, without stating the obvious, there's some very polarizing things taking place. Like if people, if some of you had been following even some of our Hope Today's just on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, we had just been talking about how there's a holy shaking going yeah. on around the world and not that God has caused this to happen, but you can really see the hand of God moving through the things that are taking place today. And as hard and as tough as it is, you can really see the goodness of God and the glory of God taking place. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we wanna encourage you, mm-hmm. through, through everything that's happening mm-hmm. in 2020, And in 2015, and in 2025, and 2026, and 2045, what you need to do in life is not just listen to the outside voices and allow them to form and shape your opinions. Mm -hmm. They can bring you information, and sometimes that information is factual. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's completely erroneous. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. that was a good word, wasn't it? Uh, Sometimes it has some truth and some lies. What you need to do as believers is we all need to do is find from the word of God what God is saying about life and situations and scenarios. Mm -hmm. So today we want to take a few minutes with you and talk about just what's happening in the world. Um, I have noticed personally, I talked a little bit about this on a video we did on on our Instagram account. I've noticed that 2020 has been a real year of separation and division. We started off 
Uh, for us personally in the Fraser Valley, we had a snowstorm that shut down church for a couple weeks. Then we had a flood which shut down church for a week. And, then, and then when all that was done, we had, we had a brief respite. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and then COVID hit. And then everybody had to stay home. And everybody had to stay separate and self-isolate and be alone. And what I am seeing, what I'm noticing is there's been this real division and real separation. And now we have the things happening in the United States primarily, and they're making their way into Canada about that stemmed from George Floyd and all of those protests in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and um, people rising up on one hand mm-hmm. saying some things and people on the other side saying other things. Mm-hmm. And these two people, both in the church and outside of the church, clashing about their opinions. Um, this morning before we even came here, I was just um, looking at social media and I saw two Christian mm-hmm. brothers that I know um, were going back and forth mm-hmm. on Facebook and just fighting about what their each personal opinion about what's happening in the world is. And one of the things as a pastor, which is so concerning to us, mm-hmm. is that a kingdom divided itself will never stand. Right. Um, so division and separation and strife and anger. See, these things come into life and into the world. Mm-hmm. And what it does, if you're not careful and if you're not aligning yourself right. with the word of God, and if you're not aligning yourself with how God believes and how God thinks and how God desires, mm-hmm. if you're not aligning yourself with this, mm-hmm. then you align yourself with something else. And if we're not careful, we begin to allow division and separation come into us. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to you for the few, few minutes this morning. Pastor Jenny has some thoughts, and we're going to kind of talk back and forth, right? Yeah. Give me thoughts so far. No, you keep uh, I want to talk to you for a few minutes about why does any of this matter to us? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I hope it matters to us. Just as you say that, I'm just like <laughs> something rises up within me. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So first and foremost, this, this should matter. Yeah, All of what's lot. happening in the world mm-hmm. should matter to you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're sitting there saying, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. why should this matter? Why does what's happening in the U.S. Mm-hmm. matter to mm-hmm. us? Why does what... Mm-hmm. what Trump is doing and what all these states are doing and and all these protests that are going on and all these hashtags. Why should I care about that? That is south of the 49th parallel. It has nothing to do with me. And the reality is it has everything to do with you. Can I pause you on one note? Please. Because I know where you're going to go today. Uh, You guys have probably been noticing this scripture come up a lot. Amos 5.24 where it says, let justice roll on Mm. like a mighty river. And, uh, and, but then it says, and righteousness like a mighty stream. Just as I've been mulling over that scripture, um, is that when it, we've, we've heard a lot about the justice and, you know, perhaps we'll talk a little bit about that today, maybe not. But when it says in righteousness, roll on like a mighty river, I, I think that some people are just like hoping that this will just blow past because we've been through so much. We've been through so much. Yeah. We've been through so much. Can we just stop talking about it? Can we just stop talking about it? But that just righteousness or on like a mighty stream just like jumped out of the Bible to me last week. And the Lord told me, he said, Jen, I am not done talking about this, that there needs to be things that are going to continue conversations that need to be happening so that expansion of our heart can continue to take place. And, you know, you've you've talked about the word listening and that word's going to come up a lot. But God, what are you trying to teach us? Uh, through this season, and then for today, what are what is God wanting to teach us today? Right. Um, so, 
my question was, mm -hmm. why does this matter to yeah. us? Why, why does this matter? Should it matter? Yes. Mm -hmm. But why should it matter? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now why I believe, according to the word of God, what is happening in the United States matters to us. Mm -hmm. It matters for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, one of the reasons, and God, I'm asking you to give us your thoughts mm -hmm. and your wisdom as we mm -hmm. speak and share that we say the things that you want us to say mm -hmm. and you remove our opinions and our beliefs and we bring healing, health, and life into every conversation, into every, every place these words go. Um, one of the issues is the division that it's causing in the body of Christ. Jesus told the Pharisees that a kingdom divided against itself can't stand. And I have told our church, if you go to Hope City Church, I've told, I've told our church family many times that one of the greatest tools of the enemy is division. Mm -hmm. If he can get us fighting with each other, right. uh, then he, he's, then one. We're, he's one. We're mm -hmm. stopped and we're dead in our tracks. Mm -hmm. And right now, I am seeing on social media, I am seeing in the news, and I'm having conversations with people, and there is division arising in the body of Christ about personal beliefs about what is right and what is wrong. And everybody has their own belief about what that is. Uh, what we need to focus on is how God feels about this. And this matters to God because in John chapter 3, verse 16, one of the most well-known scriptures in the Bible says this, For God loved the world so much that he gave his only one and only son, his one and only one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. The phrase that is in there that is so important to this conversation is the word, everyone who believes. Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, talks about how God created man in his image. Male and female, he created them. As I was praying and thinking about today, God said to me, Jake, this matters to you because it matters to me. Um, the people that are... Uh, are being persecuted, have been persecuted in the past, will be persecuted in the future. These people are all children of God. These people are all people that were made in God's image. Genesis 1.26, we were made in the image of God. It wasn't just Adam that was made in the image of God. It was all people flowing through from Adam to now to the end of all time. All these people were created in the image of God. In John 3, or yeah, John 3:16, Jesus came and died so that everyone who calls on the name of the yeah. Lord will be saved. Every mm -hmm. single person. Mm -hmm. First John chapter 4, mm -hmm. verse 20 talks about if you say you love God mm -hmm. and you hate your brother, you're a liar. Mm -hmm. Because you can't, if you can't love the ones you can see, mm -hmm. how can you love God? Right. It is so important for us to walk in that love mm -hmm. that God has mm -hmm. for every other person. Whether we believe their opinions, whether we agree with their opinions, mm -hmm. or whatever, 
What matters is that we look at everybody the way that God looks at them. And how did he look at them? Number one, he created them in his image. And number two, he sent his one and only son to die so that they didn't have to go to hell. 2 Peter 3, 9 talks about how God's not slow in his, in his promises concerning you, but he's giving you time so that nobody perishes, so that nobody goes to hell. God wants everybody to be part of his family. So why does this matter to you? Why should it matter to you? The simple answer is, Mm -hmm. is that it should matter to you Mm -hmm. because it matters to God. Mm -hmm. People are what we are about. Mm -hmm. Not we as a church, Mm -hmm. we as followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. We are about people. Mm -hmm. You have been given much and it's your responsibility to take what you've been given and give that away. And that is love. That's my, those are my thoughts. Those are your thoughts. <laughs> it is love. It was always love. Yeah. It is love now. It will be love tomorrow. It will be love the next week. It will be love for all eternity because that is who God is. Yeah. It can't change. It won't change. And we just have to stop. Like I just even been having these words, stop, look, and listen, and just wait. You know, and I was sharing last week, like this is a time to... To, to be quiet and listen to the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want me to learn from this? You know, what's my part in this? What do you want me to say? Not to try to do something, um, just to do something, but what's my part? What is the beating of your heart? What's yeah. the calling on my life in this area? God, are you trying to expand my heart a little bit more and more? I think he is. I think God is always wanting to expand our hearts even more and more. And, you know, what is our... What is our part to play in all of this? So, you know, a big word that's been coming up in my spirit is even when Eli instructed to Samuel, like, you know, say, speak, Lord, for your yeah. servant is listening. And yeah. I've just even been walking around in the house, and I've just caught myself saying that phrase. And, you know, thankfully, nobody's probably heard me say that, or they think mom's just saying something weird again. You do. You, do, you talk to yourself <laughs> a lot, so I think we're used speak, to it. Lord. <laughs> But, you know, speak, Lord, for I yeah. am listening yes. to you. And if there's things inside of my heart, if there's things in my ears, you know, that are, that are stopping me from hearing what you're trying to, uh, that you're trying to say to me this season, just let it fall away till all yeah. I hear is you. It's a season where God is calling us into his presence. And we've even sensed some Wednesday nights, you know, when we've been worshiping here, that there's just like a renewal happening that mm-hmm. it's just been a time of repentance and just laying things down so that God can come and do what he's can only do you know some people you might not know this I've been posting a little bit on my social media but that place um, where George Floyd um, if I can boldly say was murdered mm-hmm. that place there's nothing bold about is that. that there are people gathering from all over yeah. Minneapolis there's people coming from all around the United States yeah. to see what God's doing people are getting saved there's baptisms there's worship teams they're just crying out there's prayer teams yeah. it's pretty awesome what God is God didn't cause that but how God is no. using that and and things right now in this season for his glory so we really need to stop Mm -hmm. we need to wait a while and we need to listen i want to read a scripture out of luke 10 and i've been thinking a lot about the good samaritan i know that you just preached about it but it was this phrase that jumped out at me so just bear with me i'm going to try to read through this really quickly because i know for as much as many of us know this passage some some of you watching today don't 
So I just want to back up a little bit, but it's in Luke 10, 25, and it says, Behold, a lawyer uh, stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You've answered correctly to this. Uh, and you will live. But he desiring to justify himself, okay? And we do that sometimes. We just want to justify ourselves. And, and to Jesus, and he said, and who is my neighbor? And yeah. who yeah. is my neighbor? I liked what I saw Rick Warren said today. And uh, he said, if you don't know your neighbor, how are you going to love your neighbor? And so it says, and Jesus replied, a man going down. So this is where he gets into the story, okay? Jesus replied, a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers and stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest, guy's a priest. Um, uh, where did I lost my place here? Just Verse 31. Verse 31, thank you. Now by chance, a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Not even on the same side, on the other side. Uh, but a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Just say that word, compassion. compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on him the oil and the wine, and he set him in his own, on his own animal, so it was a donkey in a different translation, and brought him to the inn and took care of him. He really went the extra step mm. here. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said, Go to him, and you do well likewise. Yeah. And you know, I just... We have been talking about we are the church. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this just really ties into, I really believe, by the Spirit of God. You've already preached on this. You've already spoke about love your neighbor. We've, we've spoken about a lot of things. But just the things that you're saying, and even just to reiterate the story again, you know, and Jesus is saying, okay, now you go and you do this. Yeah. You know, God challenging us today again, who is our neighbor? Well, I think the easy answer is, is well, Everyone is their neighbor. And like what you're saying, whether it's going on there, whether it's going on here, it should matter to us because it matters to God. But yeah. God is going to put people on our path, around our path, each and every day. And even our neighbors in our own, you know, the best way to practice is just in your own neighborhood. What yeah. a wild idea is that? You know, but God is going to put people in our path each and every day that we are able to love that we are able to reach out to, yeah. that we are able to go the extra mile with. And, and then you might say, well, I don't really want to go the extra mile. Well, then I'd say, well, maybe ask the Lord why you don't want to go yeah. the extra mile. And just like Psalm 139 it and say, oh, try me. See, you know, see if there's what's any wicked me? way yeah. in me. See what's in my heart, Lord, and lead me in the way everlasting. Uh, last week, and I was sharing this with you, I was at the bank. And I had gone through the ATM, and there was this man standing oh, there yeah. at the ATM. And I was like, why is this man standing at the drive-thru ATM? And so he went and, you know, he finished at the ATM. And then I went and did my thing. And then I realized why he was standing there. It was because as I was driving up in the ATM that there was, I just saw legs. Mm -hmm. You know, it was kind of like on uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, when you saw the legs sticking out. In the house. And I don't legs. want to make light of that, but I'm just saying, just to give you a mental picture, but is that what it was? That's what it looked like. And these legs are out quite a ways. And I remember, like, 
I'm really short, so I'm five foot three and three quarters. Maybe I'd have to measure myself again. You're shrinking. But I have a, I'm saying that because I have a hard time seeing over. So, yeah. But I remember being concerned that I was going to hit this person's legs. Now, I didn't know if this was a male or female. I didn't know if this was an adult or if this was a teenager or something. But I just know that there's some stationary legs. So um, this was right after the ATM. So I did my business. And then I slowly, I moved around and I looked at it and it was a man. And he was totally gone. Okay, no, he wasn't dead. But he was strung, I don't know, drugged out, strung out. It doesn't matter. And I looked at him and I stopped there and I prayed. Okay, stopped there and I prayed. And then I just kept going, driving around. As I'm going down Better Road, the Spirit of God came all over me. And I cry about this because we don't want to lose that. We don't want to lose that ability to, like, as you were talking earlier about listening into the Spirit of God. It's mm. not just listening here. Yeah. It's listening here yeah, with right. that ear to hear. And I heard the Spirit of God say, stop, pull over, you need to call the RCMP. Yeah. Because I had driven around and the bank was closed, which was kind of weird because banks are open right now. So I did that. I stopped. I pulled over, called the RCMP, and I just said, hey, this is what's happening. I'm really concerned that this man could lose his legs. And, you know, and I just, you know, I did that and just kept driving back down the road. And, and I just, as I was driving back down the Lord, and the Lord said, that's it. You, you got it. And, and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. I've called you just to take it the next step. Yeah. You don't have to try to make it happen. You don't have to like, you know, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But that was just a small example of the Lord showing me just to stop, just to watch, and just yeah. to listen and play my part. And that's just a small example. you got stories and, you know, big or small, God is in them all. But the important thing in this season is that we would realize that what matters to the heart of God needs to matter to us, that our Mm -hmm. hearts would be ever expanded to have greater eyes to see, to have greater ears to hear, and just obey Jesus And when he was saying to him, and you go and do that likewise. This word's been coming up a lot, and uh, this word empathy has been coming up a lot, and we were talking about this last week, and this has come up a lot even in our conversations in the house. I know time's short, but I just want to get oh, through good. this. But the definition of empathy is the ability to sense other people's emotions and coupled with the ability to imagine what someone else might be thinking yeah. or feeling. The person that wrote this, or, um, that actually wrote the book on emotional intelligence in 1995, there's three kinds of empathy. There's cognitive, cognitive empathy, kind of the lowest form. It's not really empathy, but it's perspective taking. This, this is being able to see things from another point, a person's uh, point of view, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. It's important to better understand where they may be coming from, but it's not uh, what we typically think of as empathy. Okay, then there's emotional empathy. This is what you would call like the burden bearers, mm. okay? Emotional empathy is when you quite literally feel the other person's emotion alongside of them as if you had caught the emotions. Many of you are kind of uh, resonating with that right now. You're like, I just feel everything. There's the good side of that and there's the bad side of that. The bad side of that is that you can really carry things and really take things on that God has not called you to take on because you didn't die on the cross. You were not Jesus Christ to die on the cross to take the way to, you know, to take the way to the world. But I would say when you're carrying stuff, you need to release it in prayer to the Lord. But this is where I want to get to is compassionate empathy. It's when we feel someone's pain, but like like the Good Samaritan, we take action to help. The name compassionate empathy is consistent with what we usually understand by compassion. Like sympathy, 
Compassion is about feeling concern for someone, but with an additional movement towards action to help mitigate yeah. the problem. And like Jesus said, now you go and do that. That looks a lot like compassion. We see that in the Bible. And Jesus was moved with compassion. In this season, you know, when, when we see all of this stuff going on, and, and, it's, and, and here's the thing, so much is going on, and, you know, we're saying, you know, well, Jesus said, go and do that likewise. You were saying, well, what about me? What about my pain? Yeah. What about the stuff I'm going through? What about, what about, what about? I, I, I would want to caution us that we don't become the people that are just saying, you are fine, how am I? Because we see a lot of that through all the pain yeah. is that we could get so... Um, uh, desensitized to the things that are going around, you know, going on around the world, that we lose that ability um, to be outward focused, that we lose that ability to see others and to say, well, what about me? What yeah. about me? You know what? When uh, the Bible says that given it will be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. That's not just the money verse. That's just not <laughs> a verse that we use to take up the offering and no. take up our tithes. That a is verse. a law put into motion that as we give love, you know what we're going to get in return? Love. As we pour out compassion, you know what we're going to get is compassion. But here's the thing. God wants us to get in a place in life where we're not even thinking about what it, what is, what's in it for us. But I truly believe as we begin to take step upon step and choose grace upon grace, mm -hmm. that walking in compassion, walking in the love of God, growing in the things of God, having the beatings of the, of the heart of the Lord will become not just a voluntary response, but it will become an involuntary response because as we choose love, like God is love, we will become love yeah, ourselves. Amen? A amen. Amen. Did I say that okay? I thought you said it great. Yeah. Um, so you may be saying, okay, great. Uh, what, what now? What, what am I supposed to take away from this? What am I supposed to do with this? Mm -hmm. um, Jake, you were talking about how we should care about this because God does and God loves people and and... And Jenny, you're talking about having empathy and the different kinds of empathy mm -hmm. and what does that look like and what am I supposed to take away from this and what am I supposed mm -hmm. to do with it? Um, I would very simply say this. Um, I would encourage us all mm -hmm. to examine our hearts. Mm -hmm. um, like Jen quoted, um, search me, O God, and let me know what's in my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to take some time and ask God, what's in my heart? Do I really love people mm -hmm. the way that you love people? Mm -hmm. Or do I just love people when it's convenient? Right. Uh, what's hidden in the dark, deep crevices mm -hmm. of my soul? What's in there? God, there's things in there that shouldn't be, pull them out. And what we need to begin to do is examine ourselves, right. examine what's inside of us mm -hmm. so that we can be better representations of who Christ right. is to a lost mm -hmm. and dying world. Mm -hmm. The point of all this is to receive from our Father mm -hmm. healing, wholeness, yeah. and life, and then turn around and mm -hmm. give that right. away. So you have received much mm -hmm. from him. And so what we need to do is not store it up for ourselves and not hoard it, but turn around and go find people to give that away and love on them too. I want to read a scripture in closing here. Galatians chapter 3, uh, verse 26 says this. The Apostle Paul is talking to the church in Galatians, and he says, For you're all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, 
male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. There should be no division, no separation, mm -hmm. no class distinction in the body of Christ. When we come together, we are one through him and in him. And if we're not walking in that love, like Colossians talks about, we need to put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Right. We need to choose to put on love mm -hmm. so that we can take that love to a lost and dying world who needs exactly what you have. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you are drawn closer to Jesus and that his spirit, his love, and his life are filling you right now. If you'd like more info about who we are and what we're doing at Hope City, head over to hopecitychurch.ca to find out more. And if you liked what you heard, head over to iTunes and rate the podcast to spread the word so others can hear too. And oh, one more thing before we go. We just want to remind you that you were made for hope. <laughs>